If mm-hmm. you're doing something that is extremely high drama, high flair, yes. that's Catholic appropriation. That's Catholic. No, that's literally. Catholic appropriation. Like, I'm sorry, you're doing a service at midnight? Bitch, that's our thing. That's our thing. No, and they're doing it without any of the the mysticism, without any <laughs> Thank of you. the... No, like pomp the, and circumstance. The architecture, the sculptures, No the one is swinging an incense No holder. one's swinging incense. They're doing it in a white room <laughs> with, like, nothing, with no decoration. chairs. Yeah. Go fuck yes. yourself. With folding chairs. <laughs> and it's all like modern architecture. Yeah. Yes, and there's like a fucking guitar. Died for. Yeah, this is what Martin Luther died for. <laughs> it's, and yes, you did say it. Somebody is playing a guitar. Where's my organ, bitch? Yeah. Where's my organ? I need a piano and I need a woman who is 56 years old singing as flat as she possibly can. If there's no organ when I get into your church, I'm walking out. I'm that's walking not out. a real church. That's a front. That's not a real church. That is a front. <laughs> all right. Should we get started? Are you ready? I can't is believe it. I can't it. believe this is what we're talking about. <laughs> Luckily, um, we are going to talk musicals. That don't, is don't still a very Catholic musical. Christ-adjacent <laughs> musicals. It's, it is extremely Christ-adjacent. Adjacent. It's like not religious, which is weird. But it is Christ. Yeah. It's Christ out of context. <laughs> extremely. <laughs> it fits over Broadway. It's Bits Over Broadway. Bits Over Broadway. <laughs> I should have learned to say that in Latin. Um, I'm, no. <laughs> I'm your host, Saint Isabel. <laughs> I'm Saint Francis. <laughs> and uh, this week, our guest, Saint Genevieve. Saint Genevieve. Saint Genevieve. <laughs> I'm skipping Thank all you. the biz because I just feel that this is going to be a really unhinged app. Yeah, and of course. we need to just dive in. Um, Connor, please introduce um, our sweet guest. Our sweet guest. You know them, you love them. Icon, <laughs> legend, star. Beck Bouchel is back on the pod. Oh my God. They're back. They're Literally, back. Literally, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's of always course. a joy. <laughs> it is truly our pleasure. You can literally, you know, you can literally just like text me anytime and be like, get me on the pod. <laughs> get me get me on the pod. Get me on the pod. I've got and a fast pass to bits of the broad. <laughs> it's extremely the Disney fast pass. <laughs> we'll set you up with your own uh, group chat, including producer Mitch. You can just be like, yes. hey, I got to be on the pod. <laughs> Oh my can, God. I Emergent. On, can I call in on Thursday? <laughs> okay, um, this week we are wow. discussing Jesus Christ Superstar. It finally, Beck just crossed themselves. <laughs> and it is important cross. to note that the three of us are culturally Catholic. We are all culturally, ca- culturally Catholic. All mm-hmm. confirmed, well, yes. all the way up through confirmation. Yeah. Wait, when yes. did you guys get confirmed? Uh, 14, I think. Let's see. Yeah, like... Eighth grade? Yeah, eighth oh, grade. Okay. Confirmation for me was high school. I think I was a junior in high oh, school seriously? when I got confirmed. Mm. Were you Catholic school? Yeah. Um, no, I didn't go to Catholic school. I okay. went to religious, like I went to Sunday school. CCD. Like Catechism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we did um, high school religious ed. Wow. Like I had to go every, well, every week or every two weeks, one of the two. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, incredible. Incredible to, that's the only reason we made confirmation so late was so like you had to have high schoolers help with things. <laughs> And so they will like, we'll trap them. Um, they can't do confirmation until we've gotten labor out of them. That's very fair. That's very fair. So it worked, honestly. I was like one of those families where we would go every Sunday. My sisters and I were all in CCD in some Sunday school. My dad didn't want to send us to Catholic school because he mm-hmm. went to Catholic school and he hated it. Sure. And then um, as my sisters all got confirmed and uh, 
slowly but surely we all kind of like slowly stopped going and then I was the only member of my family who was still going because I was still in Sunday school and then once I got confirmed we were like we're never going to church again (laughs) (laughs) oh we're done with that now (laughs) we're done we don't have to do this anymore the natural progression of getting your like hall pass from Catholicism is getting confirmed. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Once you're confirmed, you're like, okay, I'm culturally Catholic for the rest of my life. Confirmation is when you say, yes, I agree to being Catholic. And then you don't have to do anything else. You don't have to do anything again. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Every so often you can like say a little Lord's prayer or you go to like your fit, your like cousin's hour long Catholic wedding. 1000%. And that's like all mm-hmm. you have to do. That's those are the high holidays. Those are the holidays. Your cousin's wedding. Your cousin's hour long Catholic <laughs> wedding mass. Correct. <laughs> Not, we don't go for Christmas. We don't, we go, don't for go for Easter. Easter. When I moved to New York, I like made a, a solemn oath with myself slash to my mother that I would always go to Easter mass because oh I always go to Christmas mass because I'm always home for Christmas. Right. So that's taken care of. Um, <laughs> But I was like, okay, like Easter is technically the most important one. So technically, so I should go to that. And then um, I was living in Brooklyn at the time and I just Googled like cathedrals to see. So I was like, oh, I'll oh, yeah. like try out some churches, whatever. And I was like, oh, St. John the Baptist. Great. I'm going to go. It's in Harlem. Track my ass all the way all up the way there. To Harlem? I get up there. From 1462? From 1462. Baby, in my little Easter dress by myself. <laughs> So I get cute, there so and I'm cute. like, wow, this is such a progressive church. There's a woman leading the mass and there's no kneelers. What's happening? And then I realized I was at an Episcopal church, which I think should be illegal. You can't call yourself a cathedral if you're not a Catholic church. Correct. That's a, actually yeah. a crime against me. Mm-hmm. Only Catholics have saints. That's you cult- can't call it St. John's Cathedral. That's and cultural expect- No, yeah, you're confused. Right. So anyway, I went to a, an Episcopalian service for Easter, which I think still counts. Do I, I still get to go to heaven? I don't know. There's I, no way to know. I think so. I, think, I don't mm. think there's rules like that are hard and fast. We technically idol worship. so uh, That's true. Well, <laughs> listen. Okay, have you considered that maybe we're just supporting the arts? Correct. <laughs> we have a lot of sculptresses. The Catholics really did <laughs> pop off with the art. They really did. As evidenced by the 1973 film, Jesus Christ Superstar. Okay, yes. Listen. Um, okay. So, yes, before we get to Connor's Facts and Fakes, I would just like to all come together and discuss the versions that we will be chatting oh, yeah. about throughout. Good. So, Beck, tell us about the 50th anniversary tour. Yes. Okay. Loved it. Uh, <laughs> it was just in Chicago uh, the past couple of weeks, and it was part of my... Broadway in Chicago 2020 subscription. Yes. And so finally getting to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, loved it so much that I then made my fiance come with me the next week, just like bought tickets. It was like, <laughs> you need to see this so we can talk about it. I love that. Um, saw it again. But it was kind of almost like a post-apocalyptic setting. Like Always the clothes were very this. drapey, genderless. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, that. Mm-hmm. Jesus was playing like an acoustic guitar and had an undercut and a man bun. Stop! Not a youth pastor not a Jesus. Jesus. No, youth not a youth pastor, pastor Jesus. Um, not okay. my Jesus. Judas was wearing like like after he okay. Judas kind of had the nightman from Always Sunny in Philadelphia vibe, like kind of. Uh, and then the biggest like for hit yes. for me was that King, uh, not King Herod was that Pilate looked exactly like Dave Gayen from Depeche Mode. Oh like, my God. Uh, exactly. Um, and then King Herod was basically a drag king. Um, okay. Obsessed. Yeah, everything about it was just stunning. Um, 
Amazing. A lot of glitter, a lot, lot of glitter. gore, um, and a lot of really great dancing. Good. Obsessed. Prior to seeing this production, had you ever, had you seen Jesus, Jesus Christ Superstar before? Like prior to yes. this? Okay. Yeah, okay. I had seen the, uh, what's his face? John Legend version mm-hmm. like a few yeah, years the, ago. the one on TV. Uh-huh. And then before that, when we were like 13, yeah. okay. there was a tour that came to Joliet with Ted Neely. Yeah, and we, I saw that. You saw Ted because Neely live, Ted baby. Ted Neely is the Ellen Green of Jesus Christ Superstar. That is yes, correct. Yes, he is. That is correct. <laughs> he is to Jesus as Ellen Green is to Audrey. Is to Audrey. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, okay, amazing. Connor, yeah. your, your version. So I saw the um, Ted Neely version with Beck. Mm-hmm. We did not go together, but we, were, we saw the same production. Of course. Um, it was the hot ticket event for theater kids in Joliet. I mean, it honestly was. <laughs> it was like one of the few times that this like- a, culture. One of the few times that like an actual like big name tour came yeah. to Joliet. And we have like a professional theater in oh, the nice. city. Okay. But like no one ever came to it because sure. it's mm-hmm. fucking Joliet. Yeah. Well, Chicago's so close. We'll exactly. Just go to we'll just go to Chicago. Yeah. It's easier to get to. There's more trains. That's true. Um, <laughs> there's only one train in and out of Joliet. <laughs> but- so I saw that one, and then I saw the John Legend, and then the 1970 movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, amazing. All right, I grew up with the 73 film, like of course you did a sta- a staple in my household. Yeah. Um, then I saw the 2000s production sometime in college. Um, didn't love it, and then I watched the John Legend production, obviously because right. I'm obsessed, uh, and I felt fine about it. Uh, and have seen various. I I think I've seen it at the Fox a couple times. Oh sure. Um, I don't remember. I don't think Ted Neely was in it. Um, I feel like I would have shocking. that. Yeah, <laughs> truly, honestly, shocking. truly shocking. <laughs> truly shocking. Truly. Okay, Connor. Yeah. Would you please hit us with some facts of figs? They're fucking losing it. Facts and figs. <laughs> The Depeche Mode phase I am in at this current moment, especially that song. Thank you. Mitch That's texted Mitch's favorite. Mitch texted compliment. me and he was like, "What is Beck obsessed with?" And I was like, "Okay, ask me to number the stars, why don't you?" Yes, <laughs> and then you texted me. I'm in such a Depeche Mode like stage, and I was like, "Okay, great, Mitch. This is it. Come through. This is your time to shine." <laughs> Blessings uh, upon all of you. Anyway. And also with you. And also with you. <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstar has music by the one, the only Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> Stan. Uh, with lyrics by Tim Rice. Wow. The production history. Long. Well, yeah, we can mm-hmm. skip. Just long. Well, uh, so storied. It, just uh, storied, correct. I wrote down so many of these and I'm realizing like I didn't need to write all these down. <laughs> Like, look at that list. No, it's Connor. so long. Connor took his ADHD meds and got to writing. Correct. Oh, my God. I was not Adderall when I was doing this. I know. Hey, baby. Um, so it originally was like a concept album. They mm-hmm. they wanted it to be like a rock concert. It was not meant to be a musical. Mm-hmm. They re- released that in 1970. And then they did their first concert in 1971. And then it transferred to Broadway in 1971 and ran to uh, 1973 for a total of 711 performances. It then transferred to the West End in 1972 and ran until 1980. It was the longest running show on the West End until the one, the only, Cats. (laughs) Um, Basically, Jesus Christ Superstar, but with cats. But with cats. Wait, 20-second timeout. Did I, did you see, yes, you were on that group chat that I sent the cats 
TikTok yeah, uh, about with, at the Pearlman. Yeah, it's I'm, going to be psychotic, I and we're going to yeah. see it. Becky, you have to come to the city yeah. so we can see it together. Okay. It's going to be cat's butt in the ballroom. It's cat's butt. It's literal. Cat, 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 boom. It's cats, but they're not cats. They just live in New York. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Cats, the most literal show in America. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, so from there, they did um, the first revival. Broadway revival was in 77 mm-hmm. and then ran until 78. There was a bunch of tours. There was a revival tour. There was a Western revival in 96. And then the second Broadway revival was in 2000. Uh, the third Broadway revival was in 2012 and um, the 50th anniversary tour started in 2019, got um, like canceled because of COVID and it started again at the end of 2021. There have been two films, the 1973 version and the 2000 version. And then they've also did, as we mentioned, the John Legend version in April of 2018, live on NBC with Sarah Bareilles. Mm-hmm. Um, surprisingly, this thing has never won a Tony. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But in my heart, it's won all of them. <laughs> it's won all of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it has been, like, nominated for a bunch of awards. Um, it was nominated for eight Tonys across, like, all of the the original and the revival. It didn't win any. It was nominated for seven Olivier's. I think it won the, like, one. It won the one for, like, Best Revival or something like that in one of its second or third ones. And then there was, like, also Drama Desk Awards and other stuff, like, over in England. Um, but in case you aren't Catholic. Yeah, in case you've never seen a passion play. A passion play or you didn't um, spend every Sunday at church. Um, you've never been to an Easter vigil mass. <laughs> correct. Um, super uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, loosely based on the Gospels account of the passion and in non-Christian speak, that's the last week of Jesus's life. Mm-hmm. Um, the show interprets the psychology of Jesus and other characters with much of, much of the plot centered on Judas, who is dissatisfied with the direction Jesus is steering his disciples. The show intentionally uses anachronisms with contemporary attitudes, slang, and allusions to modern life scattered throughout. We love. Yes. Yeah. This show is about how Judas is a good guy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this show, my favorite thing about this show is that Lord, Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber looked at the Bible, mm-hmm. looked at the passion of Jesus Christ and mm-hmm. said, I can make that gay and horny. <laughs> and he did. And he did. And he did it. He made it horny and gay. And he was like, I have accomplished my mission. Here's what I'll tell you. From the time of my birth to the time of maybe college, I went to church Every Sunday. Yes. Every Sunday. Yeah. And I have done the like chanting, the passion. Oh my God. Multiple times, like every year. So that's 18, 19 years of doing the passion, right? Nothing. Burned in the frontal lobe. (laughs) Oh my God. Nothing has moved me about the passion of the Christ like Jesus Christ Superstar. Correct. That, like I saw that and somehow I, it clicked. Like not chanting as a parish Barabbas, just like like watching it be gay on screen. And I was like, I get Jesus now. <laughs> Literally. It's when I was me. When I was in Catholic school, when I was going to Catholic mass, when I was doing all this stuff, from a very young age, like mass itself was like very theatrical to me. Yes. And that is, that is, I mean, that's Catholicism, but that's like 100%. part of why I loved it so much and I was so into it. Yeah. And then- like right around the time of my confirmation was when I saw this for the first time mm-hmm. and everything clicked into place. Yes. It was like, I get it. Religion is wow. Religion is popping. Religion <laughs> is theater. Theater is religion. Religion like, is popping. <laughs> I will admit, I completely agree that Catholic, the theater of Catholicism is what I fell in love with. And that 100%. is why 
I became an altar boy. Yes. I was like, <laughs> I will perform. Yeah. I will wear I will a robe. Be, I will be on stage. I will be on stage. And I will not miss a single cue because I have no, it memorized, I will not. Baby. You know that I'm going to ring those bells, baby. Oh, my God. Speaking specifically about the bells. Yes. When I was an altar boy or altar server, whatever, we, whatever. The first person, the first server got to ring the bells with like the yeah. oh God, body of Christ. Ding, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. yeah. When I was oh like. God, you guys had bells? St. Jude's did. Oh, we yeah, that's like it's wow. like a fancy thing that I feel like churches now, rural churches are adopting. Yeah. So we went to like a um, city and saw it once and my dad was like, We're doing that. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so when I would like before I became an altar server, I would watch that and mm-hmm. I was like, Oh my god, the bells, that is like God's response. Like he's like acknowledging right. that we are honoring him, whatever. That's right. how you know. And then so when I became an altar server, I was like I was like, magic is happening. So it is my job as the first altar server to make sure that no one in the congregation can see me ringing these bells because they're supposed to believe that this is like God doing this. Theater so magic, I that, bitch. That's I took tech. it, I took it tech. so seriously. <laughs> That's theater tech right there, baby. <laughs> the tech should be heard, not seen. <laughs> so anyway. That's incredible. I love it. It's so fun. That's we, yeah, commitment. We, we are actors. We are actors. We did not have that anything like that at my church. My church was so boring. Yeah. One time I went up on my lines uh, as I was uh, reading. As I was reading the petitions, um, the, I they didn't print out the part where you. They printed out the petition part, like, but then they forgot the. Um, what do you say after? Not Lord Harper. That's what everyone responds. Uh, whatever. Anyway. What part are you talking about? You say like, uh, we pray that the leaders, you know, oh, we pray res- to the Lord. We, we pray, pray to, to the Lord. Lord right. Lord, and everyone else says, Lord, hear our prayer. Uh, they did not print out the, we pray to the Lord part. <gasps> and I couldn't think of what it was. I was definitely in like freshman year or something and oh my God. was just like, and I kept saying, Lord, hear our prayer. And everyone was like, Lord, hear our prayer. And then I was like stuck in this loop and I knew it was wrong, but I couldn't fail. <laughs> it was like the truly top three worst things that's ever happened to me on stage in my whole life. Oh my God. (laughs) I was like, wow, I am failing and I can't. And what do I do? How do you turn around? Can't start over. You can't. You can't start Mm, over. The show must go on. The show has to go on. Always and forever. Whisper like line to the priest. True. He left me out to dry for sure. That's a sketch. (laughs) Line. (laughs) I like was truly looking around in a panic. Like what am I supposed to be saying? And everyone was like, how are we going to help you? Throw a paper plane at my head with the line on it. I don't Please, give a fuck. God. Save me. We pray to the Lord. We pray to the Lord. <laughs> Save me. me from this. Oh my God. Ooh, um, I'm already okay. sweating. And that's because the air conditioner's off and it's fucking 100 degrees in this city. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that what is very important to me about this entire show. Of course. Is one, we talk a lot about how Lord Angel Lloyd Webber... <laughs> Loves to write a treatise on fame. I literally wrote it down in my notes. This is the OG Correct. treatise on fame. And it is so fucking like laid bare. There's literally. simply yes. no subtlety, no subtext. No. He's like, this is how I feel about fame. Right. And this is what I think. And I'm like, it's incredible. I love it. I think it's, uh, I think it's perfect. No yeah. notes. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about as you say this, and it's kind of like, Andrew Lloyd Webber is like the Ryan Murphy of his time. Correct. 100%. 1,000%. Not, you can't even call it allegory. It's just like straight in your face. <laughs> it is text. Yeah. It's just text. <laughs> it's a text. 
it's a truly the line. I'm skipping way ahead, but the line. It's fine. Always hope that I'd be an apostle. Knew that I could make it if I tried. Yeah. Uh, then when we retire, we can write the gospels, and they'll still talk about us when we die. I'm like, okay, literally, we fucking get it, Andrew. <laughs> like, holy shit. Well, um, the one that like so really like got it for me was when Judas is like, "You've changed." Right, mm. at, like right at the beginning. I'm like, this is him saying, "Once you yeah. become famous, you're. Yes. It's no longer about the art. It's all about you." It as a person. Is. You're a sellout. Yeah. He is calling Jesus, He's calling Christ Jesus a sellout. A sellout. <laughs> I think that's so important. Yeah. yeah it's it, it's important. It's important like subculture. It's uh it's punk. It's it is. it's policing your own culture. It's It's also Jesus like understanding that he it like that it is changing. Like yeah. truly the Simon Zealot song is him like having a reckoning with, "Oh shit, like you guys are a little fucking crazy." Like yeah. <laughs> how am I going to focus this energy guess what you didn't <laughs> those people it's, have their own life now it is <laughs> too late we fucked up <laughs> you took the wrong side of the trolley problem <laughs> yee, yee, yee. um okay that's them going over all that never God, mind <laughs> i just love this show so much and i do think it's important because i did force producer mitch to watch this with me no of course watch my dvd of course of this of film that i do own. It on dvd um, i said baby Plug in the USB <laughs> extended DVD player. Let's go. Yes. Um, and he was like, wow, the lyrics are not great. And I was like, wow. yes, but Andrew Lloyd Webber did not write the lyrics. Tim, Tim Rice, Rice wrote the lyrics. And Tim Rice is like a very good lyricist. Yeah. The important thing you need to know about, I think, anytime you're encountering Andrew Lloyd Webber's work, it's really more of a vibe. It's not sure. about what the song is saying. It's right. about how the song makes you feel. Right. And that is what you should be taking away from the musical. Sure. Don't listen to the words. I get that. It's fine that they're saying, what's the buzz? Tell me what's happening 15 times. That What you need to know is that they're big, dumb idiots. <laughs> That's the vibe of that song. Right. The apostles are very stupid. <laughs> right. Except for Judas. Judas is the only smart one. Yes. And he's Jesus' best friend slash... Gay lover. Lover, <laughs> lover yes. <laughs> they have a breakup. They fully... Oh, it's a full oh. breakup. They break up oh, at yeah. the Last mm-hmm. Supper. No one talks about this, but <laughs> they broke up. <laughs> That's yeah. sad. It's really sad. It's so sad. It makes me cry. Um, should we start from the top? <laughs> Speak on it, Beck. I know you want to say yes, something. Say it. I, I felt like in the 50th, like this, the production that I saw last week, they really... I mean, every production, you can't not... Right. Have it be homoerotic, but yeah. I felt they really leaned into this relationship between Good. the two of them. That's hot. Uh, <laughs> the kiss betrayal just felt very what like yeah, exactly. Sad. Sad. And then the, the final moments of the show, after like he's been taken off of the cross and like hauled away by whoever, the the final moments are him kind of like stepping into this spotlight surrounded by darkness and then who comes next it's judas right next to him and then they kind of look at each other and it kind of has this vibe of like well we've got a lot to talk about don't we (laughs) um but in a very gay way yeah (laughs) it's very record scratch bet you're wondering how i got here here. (laughs) uh yeah wow that's what i have to say for now here's what i think is very important about the film 
Um, it is true theater kid culture, wherein yeah. you just get a bunch of your friends on a bus and you're like, no, 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 I have a great idea. You drive out into the middle of nowhere and you put on a show just for you. Just for us. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is, I know we talked a lot about in Toxic Avenger how it's giving camp, yeah. like end of summer. Uh-huh. This is, this is literal camp. theater this camp. Is literal theater this is literal that theater That desert camp. was their Denny's. Correct. Like, Thank you. <laughs> Oh my god! I need to know if they actually like talked to the like Israeli Palestine governments and was like, "We are actually going to be fucking up these monuments." They were like, "We are colonizing this. (laughs) (laughs) This is our job now." Um, And I do think it's very funny that like when they have the really ominous sounding trumpet horns, the like you see the bus coming across the desert, like a fucking like the fucking apocalypse is coming for you. Yes. Four horsemen. Just that, like, insane wide yes. zoom. It's from so far away. And it's the most <laughs> ominous music of the show. You're like, these kids are here to cause a destruction. Exactly. And they do. Yeah. It's what a really beautiful amazing. destruction, though. I actually really did like the movie. Like, I, because yes. I tried to watch it when we were in high school, and I, like, mm. That first scene when they're like all on the bus and like getting off, I was like, this oh. is too much for me. I can't You're handle like, this. I'm triggered. <laughs> I'm triggered. So I like turned it off. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm never gonna watch it again. See, and then watching if only it, you had just gotten to the when the literal moment when Judas opens his mouth yeah. and says, Jesus. I'm like, oh, I'm fucking strapped in. I'm <laughs> yes. not gonna turn this strapped off. Strapped in and strapped on, baby. <laughs> But yeah, watching it this time as like a full like frontal lobe developed human being, (laughs) I was obsessed. I actually might go and buy it. I think you should. I think I said this not as a joke to Mitch, although I don't think he thought I was serious. I don't know. I think this is the greatest movie that's ever been made. Every single insane choice, stylistically, transition wise, camera work wise, like all of it. It's this man who directed it had a vision yeah. and he fucking executed it. And he said, fuck film school. I don't need film school. I have a camera record. I have a like camcorder from my mom. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the desert. Let's go to Israel. Bitches. Go and to he bought Israel. a bus and they went to Israel and they fucking executed. Yes. I stand. I love it. <laughs> this director must have come to Andrew Lloyd Webber and been like, Okay, I get you. Like, (laughs) I am going to make this movie up close shot of people's crotches as they gyrate. Yes. That temple And they're going to be worshiping and like (laughs) spitting themselves to death. And he's like, no, you do get me. You can take this. You get this. You You understand my work. Because at its core, everything Angela Weber does is so horny and it's like unfathomable it's like primally (laughs) horny possibly the horniest man to ever write musical theater Mm, yeah i think that's true like name no you're right give me one other yeah between this and phantom this and phantom alone could power this nation's horny yeah like monsters inc cells literally literal decades literal decades instead this man has a fucking whole oove then we're getting to like pharaoh and joseph and like the horny never stops cats is literally about having sex It's feral, and so am I. Yes. <laughs> the only one you can maybe maybe make an argument that's not horny is Starlight Express. Then that's just because they're trains, and trains don't have genitals. <laughs> For now, in Andrew Lloyd Webber's universe, they do. hundred <laughs> percent. Those trains Are you do kidding? fuck. In the LALW extended universe, those trains. <laughs> those trains fuck. 
Oh my god. <laughs> um, what okay. an iconic man. My notes are <laughs> who doesn't pay his so employees. Insane. <laughs> um, I listened so to prepare for this app, I screamed internally for a week, <laughs> and then I listened to the movie soundtrack. Um, and jotted down some notes as I was listening oh, to the soundtrack, course. which is something I do regularly. I listen to this entire soundtrack frequently and sing it. I love this show so you much. You did tweet that we are talking about one of your top three. This is maybe my favorite, like, this is probably my favorite musical of all time. Like, I love, I love this oh. show so much. And I do need to point out that I was genetically predisposed because my dad was playing this soundtrack when he picked up my mom for their first date. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Superstar. Oh <laughs> so It was written in the stars. It was written in the stars. I literally had no way to not love this fucking show. Wow. And I do. Um and the movie is a huge part of that. Just mm-hmm. I had never seen anything so <clears throat> insane in my life. I feel like we're just not, we just don't make movies insane anymore. No, we don't. Not like this. No. Not on the scale. No. Well, you know, it's because, you know, Disney has eaten the entire film industry and they don't care. And they don't care. They and don't, you would never get a horny. release. They really don't. They, they don't. don't want you to be horny. They want you to be a Ken doll. And it's sad. Basically, um, you know how like Kellogg's were created to like make people stop being horny? Mm-hmm. That's Disney. <laughs> That's Disney, Disney was created to make people mm-hmm. stop being horny. Yeah. It is the it is the cornflakes of 2020. Of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Also, I need to point out that directly after I finished listening to the album on Spotify, the mm-hmm. next song that Spotify was like, she's going to want to hear this was Maybe This Time by Liza Minnelli. <laughs> <laughs> the other day when I was listening to this, um, the song that it played after the album mm-hmm. was Sweet Transvestite from Rocky Horror. <laughs> Amazing. Also horny. Also horny. Oh, yeah. And honestly, um, the vibe flowed so well. Oh, I was absolutely. like, oh, wow, I can't believe how similar these two albums are. Yeah. Oh, oh ab- I could totally see a double feature Jesus Christ Superstar and Rocky Horror. Uh, Late night I double feature picture show. Live. Yeah. I live for that. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. Wow, wow, wow. We should rent out Syndicated in Brooklyn and do that. Okay. All right. That'd be fun. Mitch, write that down. Write that, write that down. <laughs> Verbal trademark. <laughs> Verbal trademark. I will say, though, for me, the first... I do have a couple songs that are skips for me. Okay, go mm-hmm. off. I know that's wild. Here's what I'm going to say. Jesus walking around in the Garden of Gethsemane, fighting with his dad. I'd rather see the lepers. Okay. Get out of here. I'm so bored. I'm going to the bathroom. Bye. I will say that song <laughs> is gifted and talented kid representation. <laughs> Speak on that. That is, that is gifted kid burnout representation. He's like... I'm so I'm tired. doing everything you wanted me to do. I'm so tired. Can you just give me a break? I've been getting A's for five years. I hate it. I will skip it every time. That's, I, and that's I'm why, bored. because you're a gifted and talented kid and you're burned out. That's true. And because I know that the true protagonist of the story is it's Judas. Judas. <laughs> Judas yes. is Judas, yeah. <laughs> 100%. You're right. If I wanted to see more of Jesus, I would watch Godspell. Thank you. Literally. And I've always said that. And I've that. always said that. <laughs> okay, here's here's another note that I have. If you don't have a big guy with a deep voice and a little, little guy, guy with, with a, a squeaky voice yeah. as your Pharisees, you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right, baby. Mm-hmm. Also, Caiaphas and Annas, uh-huh. fucking. Oh, 100%. <laughs> But not in a cool way. <laughs> oh no, it's, it's really it's a messed good. up situation. Yeah, they're, they both feel bad about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's why they're taking their they're taking their guilty horniness 100%. out on Jesus. One, yes. that's so true. Yeah. Jesus could have lived if they had just worked out their issues. Literally. <laughs> I will say 
Yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, because why else would they target Jesus' boyfriend? Exactly. Like, homophobia. Homophobia. Self-hate. It's it's internalized homophobia. It's Mm -hmm. really sad to see. What were you going to say, Beck? I was going to say, one of my favorite things about this show is kind of, the vocals are crazy. Mm -hmm. And in a way that is like, in a way that isn't, it doesn't make sense. Because I feel like... I don't know, musicals lately, like modern musicals, they just write too high, whatever. Mm -hmm. But this is on another plane. Like you've literally got people screaming. You've got people rumbling as Mm -hmm. low as they possibly can. You've got every Mm -hmm. spectrum of like voice in this thing. Mm -hmm. And usually I don't care to just hear people scream. Like if they're trying to like sing, but I'm like, no, scream. Like scream at me. And the guy that played Caiaphas in the show that I saw, mm-hmm. I have my playbill somewhere, I don't know where, but um, literally, I felt it in my chest oh, when he would just that. rumble down there. It, I love the Patrick vocals Page. in this show. Patrick Page, I was, I was just shocked. gonna say Patrick Page. We gotta get him. We gotta get him out shocked of here. I've never seen, I haven't been able to find on his Wikipedia that he's ever played this role. He and needs it shocked to. Made me. He needs to. Can you mm-hmm. imagine? It's like the brown note. You just like feel it yeah, in, your, in bowels. your bowels. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's more of a vibe than it is a note. I think that's yes, agree. maybe my favorite thing. And and I do appreciate when productions bring this in, but like my maybe my favorite thing about the film, the 73 film, is that in the 70s, you could do whatever the fuck you wanted. You could be a weirdo freak mm-hmm. vocally. And everyone was like, that's acting. Yeah. And it is. Like it's so homogenized now. I feel like this what I love about this movie is I can sing along like I know how the vocal screams should yes. be. Like in my head, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's how you deliver that line. Right. How else could you deliver it? <laughs> there yeah. is no other way. You have to do squeaky psycho voice. Like Pontius Pilate's voice, whoever played Pontius Pilate in the film is singing through his nose in a way <laughs> that I am obsessed with. Yes. Obsessed. I yeah. love it so much. It's it, honestly like the vocal range that he puts all of these men through is a crime, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. B- but a crime that I'm not going to punish. I'm not like, about it. I'm not I'm mad about, about it. I yeah. literally like will never forget seeing that sh- that production in Juliet and hearing Ted Neely mm. hit that like high note at, what he's there during for, the um the temple cleansing scene. Uh-huh. Like. <gasps> Like, literally, I will never forget that. Yeah, it imprints. Yeah. It does something to you. It changes you. It really does. <laughs> Deeply. That, was, that moment was my biggest, like, disappointment in the John Legend version. Yes. Because yes. he doesn't do it. And I was waiting. John I was Legend like, oh, he's going to come into the passion. temple. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't do have the passion. Power. Yeah, he doesn't mm-hmm. have the passion to do the passion. Yeah. I'm no. saying. Sad. But everything else about that one, I really loved. But I mm-hmm. specifically remember my disappointment mm-hmm. at yes. that moment. Yes. I was like, oh. I was very disappointed with John Legend as Jesus Christ. Sorry. Yeah, I would yeah. agree. Who you played Judas in that production? Mm, I, can't, I don't remember. I don't remember. I just remember Alice Cooper played Herod. Oh God, he fucking did. <laughs> Which was, I'm gonna be honest, tough for me. <laughs> I think he actually played Herod in one of the touring productions. I think as well. he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's um, why can't I film adaptation to t- television? Judas was Brandon Victor Dixon. Oh, that's right. Okay. I feel like I know. We him. know him. Yeah. Um, he was in something. Yes, please hold. He was in Rent Live. Yes. He was in. Um, he also did. Aaron Burr. He was Aaron Burr for a while. Oh, right. That's what it is. I, mm, I just think 
you have to be insane to do this. Show. I agree. You have to like agree. really not give a shit what you look or sound like. Correct. John Legend just holds it together too much. It's so true. He's too worried about um, looking and sounding good. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's not n- what the show is about. Simply not that's, what this is about. You shouldn't sound good if you're singing Jesus Christ Superstar. Because if you mean it, it should sound bad. Right. <laughs> amen. Uh, let the choir say amen. I... <laughs> We're all we're all over the place, but I that's know. fine. Um, because I just really need to discuss Herod, and I do feel it's going to take me maybe an hour oh to God. really just like work out my obsession with this. He is, and this is a theory I've recently developed: the original small bean. <laughs> Interesting. In that he like is like oh I'm so oh, oh. and then <laughs> immediate like you're like. Two thirds of the way through, and then it's a fucking insane heel turn, and he is like the most vicious, awful person you've ever met in your whole life. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yes, you are internet culture. I love it. You are it. Tumblr of 1973. <laughs> <laughs> I just the hey, aren't you? Hey, aren't you? And he's just getting progressively yes. madder. Yeah. I'm like, it's the it's one of the greatest heel turns in history. Wow. I truly believe that. Interesting. Agreed. Um, in the production I saw last week, Herod comes out and he's got this giant, like spanning the like width of the 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 like the depth of the stage, this gold cape, right? Mm. And he comes out and then everybody pulls it off of him, and he's wearing this little like high boots, sparkly corset, like everything, Love. doing drag. Yeah. Um, yes, mama. And then, That's correct literally spins on his heel hey aren't you whips a sword out from like a garter belt and starts like slashing the attendants like the people lined up like in in between him and jesus like not actually yes. slashing them but like just right. brandishing this sword it oh was incredible chill love sexy That's... and the actor that played herod was just this like cool little non-binary gay like Hell draggy yeah. little person it was incredible Oh my god! I've been I, stalking their Instagram. I feel like that's the way that Herod should be. High Herod, high, Herod is like the faggot number. Yeah. Oh yeah, which is why I'm starting my campaign. Yes. To do this as my next drag number, <laughs> and I support that. Correct. Ugh. Oh yeah, it's high camp. Yeah, it's high mm-hmm. camp. Yeah, especially the way they do it in the movie. It's so possibly good. the gayest thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my life, and I was literally at a Brita filter show last night. Like <laughs> the finger dancing alone. Oh my god! Oh my god! The finger dancing alone is. It's so. It's like Fosse meets Charleston. Yes. There is no. Everybody's wearing those like Rococo wigs. Oh it's... my God. Those sun sunglasses. Mm. Mama. The piano player's face painted. Yes. Like every I, single part of it. Every, all the men are complete, like half naked. Yeah. All the oh, women yeah. are in bikinis. Like Gender it's, is irrelevant. It's hot. It's all yeah. just horny. Horny. Everyone is fucking. It's horny and like. <laughs> lazy horny. Do yes. you know what I mean? They're yes. all just yes. like they're they're on their chaise long in it's, the middle of the water, just like living on the river yes. and vibing. And then this guy comes along to ruin the vibe. Right. And Herod's like, if you could just do like one of your cool party tricks, this would all get taken this care be, of. We'd be done. But instead you're wasting my time and you're ruining the vibe. Right. It's like mm-hmm. I feel like it's very much like they're in the afterglow. Like they are orgy oh, just finished. Hondo P. And they're like 
they're they're yeah. relaxing. Mm-hmm. They're and they now they have to do business. Post nut clarity, and it's like, <laughs> okay, now I have to actually think. Yeah, I'm done. I'm and I'm and furious. I'm mad. I'm mad about it. <laughs> I've never been more angry. <laughs> <laughs> And then he starts throwing like rolls at him. <laughs> it's really incredible. It. It's so good. And I do want to just call out because I don't think they get enough recognition. The uh, God's gayest soldiers that are just carting Jesus around, yes. stomping around in their little purple tank tops and their balls. Oh my God. I'm like, oh wow, God. you are iconic. It's so good. <laughs> you don't speak, but you say volumes. And I love that about <laughs> you. you. Say volumes. <laughs> <laughs> I do love just like how much we just see them like walking around. Just tromping. Just tromping. Like literally half of the movie, you could cut down the runtime of this movie if you took out the wide shots of them walking across the desert. Yes. When I tell you, when I say that this director had a vision, I am not fucking kidding. I know that they vamped transitions oh, musically. A thousand percent. Because this director was like, no, 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 you don't understand. We do need to see the Pharisee walk up to full flights of stairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And creep around, skulk around with a lantern for a good two minutes before the song starts. Trust me, you're going you're to want that. Love We're it. gonna need it. You're it can't. <laughs> it can't be cut. And then, thank God it didn't because it was key. Yeah, because then you got the vibe. You're like, oh yes, yes they're skulky characters. They they're do not creepy. have sex in the daytime. They're, they <laughs> cannot see each other's genitals. They're oh my God. wearing like BDSM like ch- harnesses. harnesses. Those are harnesses. harnesses. <laughs> I've seen that at Pride actually. I've seen that whole fit at Pride. A thousand percent. <laughs> yeah. I what was wearing my... it this year. Really? <laughs> okay, if you did wear that hat though. Oh yes. Uh, one of my favorite like long shots in this movie because um, mm-hmm. truth be told I didn't watch the whole thing. I was having an experience. Um, oh, um, but I did see like the first maybe like 45 minutes. Okay. I loved when they just kept repeating after Mary Magdalene sings everything all everything's all right. Mm-hmm. And then the whole crowd is just repeating mm-hmm. it for longer than I've ever heard it yeah. go on before. And yeah. it's slowly just zooming in on Jesus's face. Mm-hmm. Like with the hands. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh my God. It's so good. Again, I'm just like, oh, I'm really yeah. getting this vibe. Like, Exactly. Yeah. It's not about the lyrics. It's about the vibe. Right. Yes. You are supposed to, it is supposed to be uncomfortably long. It is supposed yeah. to be like ador- adoration at a level that like no human should ever experience. Right. And they even mm-hmm. say, you even like get that in the song when he's entered Jerusalem again and mm-hmm. they're like, hey, JC, would you die for me? Yeah. And you see it in Ted Neely's face. He's like, uh, oh, <laughs> fuck, I forgot about that part. <laughs> it's very much the Demi Lovato, like, kiss for the summer, die for each other. Like, yes! <laughs> and the, like, the, the, um, oh, what's the word? It's like discordant, right? Yeah. So it's Ho- Hosanna, Hosanna, whatever, is very upbeat. It's cheery. It's in a major court. Like, mm-hmm. we're good, we're good, we're good. And then all of a sudden, it just, like, takes this turn. Again, you're repeating the same thing over and over and over again. Exactly. Like, with some minor changes. The point is not the lyrics. The point is the vibe. Yeah. Like, you are the supposed to get The trumpets get, it. like, more and more dissonant and kind of yes. fall out of time Sinister. with each other. Yes. yes. As, like, the the crowd kind of is saying these darker mm-hmm. and darker things. Mm-hmm. Brilliance. I it's, love it. It's incredibly it's so smart. Good. It's incredibly smart. This is honestly one of his best works. It's one of his best works. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And it's really interesting, like, going back to the whole vibe thing. I know that's what we're talking about. But, like, he has even said something of a sort where he – I was reading on Wikipedia where he was like, I he – because he intended it to be a concept album mm-hmm. and to be a concert, he's like, when you put it on stage, it kind of, like – 
takes it out of like what we were going for. Mm -hmm. So like it's because it's about the music. It's about the vibe of the show. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Mm -hmm. when you put it on stage, the scope kind of shrinks. Yeah, exactly. And that's not what they wanted. Which is why the movie works so well, because the scope is enormous. There are no limits. You are in an open desert and they make no what I love is that they make no effort to narrow it. They're not trying to build on the ruins. They're right. just like, baby, climb that scaffolding. Baby, yes. climb over those busted up rocks. Who gives a shit? Right. Like, this is, I, I just felt very, I, I don't know. It feels so real. I fucking love this movie so much. Like, yep. this movie made me understand my own religion, a thing that I have been doing <laughs> for literal decades. Yeah. And was like, oh, I saw this like saw the show, heard this music and was like, I understand. Like it's humanizing in a way that I feel like a lot of times gets lost in like mass or church services. I don't know. Or I'm just a theater kid. One of those two (laughs) things is true. There's just no way to know what the answer is. Well, Mitch hated it. So You did. Interesting that you're <laughs> converting to Catholicism. <laughs> yeah, it's like, do you even love theater or right, what? Do you like, care about the drama? <laughs> he's a theater girly and he's becoming yeah. a Catholic. And it's like, do you get and, it? And like, do you understand? Right. Do you understand yeah. how those two things are the same? Yeah, truly. Um, Songs that get stuck in my head regularly. Um, the uh, the ending, or closer to the end, when right after Peter has denied um, Jesus and mm-hmm. he's walking with Mary Magdalene and they're um, could we start again please that song mm. gets stuck in my head mm, once a month truly like oh sure I and I think it's so pretty and I love it I love that song I think it's great yeah Peter's a big dumb idiot but oh. yeah so are the apostles what are we gonna do so true <laughs> so true bestie I've pretty much just been constantly walking around the apartment for the last two weeks singing either the part with the Pharisees in the beginning um, where they're going back and forth and also anything Judas does at all. Like any part where he's just kind of like riffing, yes. I'm anything singing Judas that does. in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Oh, um, what the Pharisees part, like the what then to do about Jesus of Nazareth, that part? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Love it. Love them. I One of my favorite things about that part is that like if you have – simply no context of this story like you don't know anything about the passion which Mm -hmm. um (laughs) congratulations i wish that were me go off Um, (laughs) like if you're watching this at that moment it sort of feels like the main reason they want to kill jesus is because he like everybody's too loud it sounds like it's just a noise complaint (laughs) it's very karen of them it's extremely karen and it's It's so funny because it's like because like he has the line like this common crowd is far too loud, <laughs> far too loud yeah. and mm-hmm. I'm like the rabble rousing the rabble rousing <laughs> and I'm like okay so like just ask him to be quiet <laughs> yeah keep it down Could after just, like, like 10 down, and then you don't have to you don't have to kill him <laughs> there's, you should there's have quiet no murder hours. involved you should have quiet hours <laughs> in the no city of Jerusalem <laughs> <laughs> oh boy that's my favorite part of that part Ugh. like completely contextless it's just I love that Judas's role in this entire show is just to be your most annoying woke friend like just always popping up to be like hey did you know that what you're doing is problematic and here's why <laughs> like okay also, yes you're right but fucking shut up right? i'm jesus and i'm doing self-care let mary wash my feet god damn <laughs> it's the like most homo deep like the the internalized homophobia of like you're with a girl like why are you letting her do that yeah. like 
shut up, you gay. Like, <laughs> you're... She's Shut like, up, gay. Do you understand gay. that you could be giving that to a poor? It's like you're just jealous that you're not the one washing his feet. Washing his oh feet. my oh, god! Thank you. It's coming off you in stink lines. When they're in, <laughs> yes. literally when they're in the cave and you see Mary Magdalene like washing his feet, and then they pan to Judas and he's just like he's lurking in a corner, furious. Like, literally, hard as a rock. <laughs> Wish, like, if looks could kill, hard as a rock. <laughs> just, daggers from his eyes trying to murder Mary Magdalene. 100%. And listen, he's right. That's what I'll say. I'll tell you. Judas is right, but he doesn't have to be such a dick about it. It's true. He could, yeah. he could deliver his message in a better way. It's true. It's a reminder to all of us. We all have lover spats, okay? We, we've all, so who's amongst us hasn't been in a love triangle? <laughs> Judas is like, it's about the message, man. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. Somebody's got to be Somebody's got to die for the message. Yeah. You're just like, are you sure about that? Feels a little extra. <laughs> Feels a little much. Feels like maybe you just want to be famous. Right. And I think that's a very valid um, call out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I think it's really important. I think we should be having these discussions within uh, political movements. You know, 1, we should be talking. But we really need to be siding with Judas. Like, there should not be a Jesus figurehead of Correct. a political movement. That's bad. Don't I? Don't idolize Don't do that. that. Which is what the treatise of on fame that Lord Angel Lord Weber is always writing about is correct, saying. Correct. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this show so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my question is: Yeah. Speaking of treatise on fame and um, Jesus only caring about his fame, was Jesus a cult leader? I'd say, in the context of this show, <laughs> it really seems like it. <laughs> I want to say. Not in the traditional sense, because I don't think he's using it to gain, like, power over people. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I do think he develops, like, a cult following. Yes. Which is, like, part of the problem, right? That's sort yeah. of what Judas is fighting with him about. Like, right. Especially, I think, the Simon Zealot um, number really kind of, like, typify like, is a really good encapsulation of that, where... um Simon is like, we will do anything for you. Yeah, Christ, you know I love you. Yeah. Did you see um, I waved? Did you see I waved? Like, it's truly stan culture. Yeah. They're oh, like, it totally is. It's, and it's unreal. And, like, Judas is watching and he's like, do you hear what they're saying? Like, right. listen to this. This is psychotic. This is crazy. Right. They can't, like, you're not God. They can't be talking about you like this. Right. You're just one person. And I think it's very um, interesting also when they're trying to... I don't know. It's because we've got revolution on the brain. We're just in a really fraught political time. But when he's (laughs) like, hey, if you like Simon talking to Jesus, like if you mobilized us, we could take back our home. We could have our own nation like we can fight back against the people that oppress us Mm -hmm. and we can rise up together if you you say the word and we're going to do that for you. Right. Like a very scary amount of power to wield. And as like, one person. Yeah. As one person. And obviously, you know, Jesus' whole thing is like, be nice. Right, of course. So he doesn't. But um, I think very uh, antithesis of Old Testament God. Oh, absolutely. Who 1,000% oh, yeah. would have already smote everybody in this story. Fire just for Hellstone. looking at him wrong. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he really chills out in the New Testament. That's, That's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm actually a good guy now. Like, oh, okay. No, we guys, saw like, you I started destroy some... Sodom and Gomorrah. Thank you. Lot's wife is a pillar of salt. It's chill. Like, <laughs> right. don't. I was really overreacting. He took a heavenly Xanax. <laughs> I'm so sorry. In my in 
my older age, I realize now I was a little crazy. You guys, I'm really sorry. I'm just not myself when I'm hungry, and I had a Snickers, so I'm good now. He really does chill out. Stop. I want a Snickers commercial where it's like God, Old Testament God, and then he like eats a Snickers, and then he like sends Christ to Earth. Like, this. Beck, you're going to be a marketing genius. <laughs> We're selling this to Snickers. We're selling this episode to Snickers. <laughs> It'll never be released because Snickers owns it. Um, wow. Did you see I waved? Um, Did you say, okay, I will say that was like one of my favorite numbers in the movie. It is so good. It's at yes. a t- it's one of those Everything songs is where everyone's at a 10 and yeah. I'm not mad. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he is slapping his thighs and yes. scream guttural. His mouth was wider than a boa constrictor's. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Swallow me whole. Swallow me whole. He, Swallow Jesus whole. Yes. Mm, and he would. He's trying. And he would. <laughs> Everyone's so sweaty. Everyone's so sweaty. Just the vibe. The choreo is, is insane. And the sound in that oh, scene is like mixed with like their live. I don't even know how they recorded it, but you just yeah. hear. You can barely hear the vocals. It's like people clapping and stomping and like mm-hmm. it's oh, so yeah. wild. They were like, "This man's about to holler. We're gonna put him real low in the mix." <laughs> <laughs> you can scream, but we're, we can't have that be front right. and center. <laughs> they definitely turned his mic down for that oh, part. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's wild. Oh, They're like, God. truly the the vibe is. Beatles concert. Yeah. Like just yeah, yeah, yeah. people fucking frothing at the mouth, throwing themselves at the feet of their mm-hmm. idol. Like just absolutely like losing their fucking mind yeah, about this person. It's pretty wild. Yeah. And I love and this is like this uh, going back to like the whole thing about like the movie, the editing, everything, the vision, it's incredibly 70s. Because like the transition into the number is Insane. Just people, people just like appearing, appearing in the desert. Into a front flip. <laughs> I, what, like leaping from. At one point, they are simply <laughs> doing progressions across the floor. Correct. <laughs> yes, they're just yes, they like are. jetting over the camera, bitch. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Yes, they're doing the. Shut you're like. Say, baby. <laughs> you're da 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 da. Turn, turn. Da 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 da. Like, true. It's so fucking good. And my. The I, leaps. The baby. leaps. I love when they have. When you're looking at the columns and then mm-hmm. they appear from the side and they like jump out. It's, it's perfect. so good. It's perfect. Because, and if you think about it in the context of the song, it is very like, oh shit, all of a sudden. Yeah, where did all wh- these people come on. from? Why am I so famous right. all of a sudden? Right. Like, what happened? It's so smart. It's so good. When so they leap, smart. When they leap and freeze and then it cuts to another group leaping and freezing. I'm like, oh, I love that. This is art school. <laughs> this is before art school got bad. Correct. <laughs> it was still bad, to be clear, but yes. um, less annoying. Yeah, correct. It's giving like, I just learned how to use iMovie. <gasps> yes. I love it. But in the percent. best possible way. Yes. Yeah. One one hundred like the fades, the oh freezes, my God. the the having two people and like one person is transparent and singing about <gasps> like when Mary is singing yes. about Christ and she's transparent over him. Love it. It's incredible. They were like, let's try all the features on this Literally. video camera. Let's do it. We're gonna do every single filter we can. Star dissolve, bitch. Let's let's hit it. <laughs> this guy and George Lucas both were like, if you don't fade into another scene. <laughs> Simply no point in doing movies. Yeah, truly. <laughs> oh, I wow. love it. I love it so much. We haven't talked at all about Mary Magdalene. Should we take a break and then? Pop yeah, off? and then let's come back. Uh, we'll take a quick break. 
All right. Welcome back, Act Two. Um, by which I mean we're going to continue talking uh, out of chronological order. out of order. <laughs> Simply no timeline to this. So we, oh, you wanted? Oh, wait, go off back. Speaking of, go y'all will back. love this. You guys will specifically love this. Uh, the production that I saw was kind of redone so that it was ninety minutes, no intermission. <gasps> Okay, you do know that we here at Bits Over Broadway <laughs> simply stand 90 minutes, no intermission. How the hell did they do that? <laughs> and I mean, nothing was really like missing. They just had um, no transitions. <laughs> no vamping. Pretty much, yeah. No, no vamping. vamping. Yeah, no vamping. It was no vamping. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking amazing. It was pretty great. I That's why I thought staged, twice. I was like, I yeah. could do this on a Tuesday. Of course. I think for a staged production, I'm very fine with 90 minutes, no intermission. Absolutely. I love that. Mm-hmm. Love that. Well, well, I yeah, I mean, that's incredible. The album is only like an hour long anyway, an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it perfect. Is, it, it yeah, is a 90 minute It's fully 90 show. minutes. Yeah, because it's sung through. It's not. Yeah, there's no. There's no book. Like, it fully is. the Again, I the movie is just a really, a director had a vision. Yeah. <laughs> it's truly yeah. just like, I had a weird dream once. Let's do it together. Let's, let's do my dream. <laughs> let's put it on film. And um, he did. Okay, let's chat Mary Magdalene, the weird third in this, um, like, threesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it really feels like she's there in the musical because A, like, she's a player in the story but b it just kind of feels like andrew Lloyd weber is just like well i have to throw in like some heterosexuality like to yeah. appease the straight people right. like i just have to have like there is kind of like a smoke screen mm-hmm. yes. there must be a woman there has to be a woman. yeah my thing with mary magdalene is that like she is an important part but i feel like she's barely in the show she's barely in the show yeah she's like an important part of the story but in this musical she doesn't really kind doesn't of matter. do much yeah. other than come out and sing i don't know how to love him i, I don't, don't know, how. know how to love him is a judas song that was rewritten Re- for, for mary, mary magdalene. magdalene they were like okay you've crossed the line this is overtly gay we yeah. needed to be subtly gay yes. <laughs> wait is that is that no, true I, or are you just my saying? fan that's theory just, that's just <laughs> I would have believed that. Like, it feels so right. Yeah. Yeah, Like, that makes sense to me as a Judas song. Like, yes, that's exactly what you're struggling with. Because right after after that song, she's not in the show. No. Gone. Completely gone. No, she just, like, chastises Peter and that's it. Yeah. He just knows, like, okay, well, if I'm writing a show, there has to be a track where, like, the woman can belt a song. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I feel that's the only reason she's really a major player in this musical. Yeah. Because he just kind of felt he had to include it. Because this is about Jesus and Judas. Absolutely. Their love. Absolutely. Although, try not to get worried. Try not to turn on to things that upset you. A classic. Oh, that's a bop. Talking talking about songs that get stuck in our Uh heads every day. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if... I, th- I felt nervous watching this film with Mitch because I was like, oh, no, he's going to realize how many things I say that are literally just lyrics from this song, <laughs> from this movie. Like, oh my God. I-, I say try not to get worried, try not to turn on to things that upset you, like, to myself all the time. Like, Oh, yeah. That's a good mantra to have. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. I say that out of all context the all the time. Like, I'm deranged. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, he's going to know that I'm crazy. I'm relatively <laughs> sure. We used to do that as a bit, like, in high school. Like, what's the buzz? What's, <gasps> tell me what's happening. That and um, the, oh, what's the other part that I hear and I see you and Michelle kind of going like this? Um, <laughs> oh, it was the Jesus I'm with you. Touch oh, me, yeah. touch me, Jesus. It was it. Touch me, touch me, it, Jesus. Like, it was this weird little dance. Um, and I still see it in my head when oh, my I do God. that. <laughs> 
Touch me, touch, touch me, me, Jesus. Jesus. I'm that like marching inside. band camp. <laughs> it's a, oh my God. Yes. Wow. I love it. I love how deep this show has been ingrained <laughs> into our DNA. <laughs> I love it. Um, I also love that during uh, I Don't Know How to Love Him, Tim Rice was like, what we need to make clear is that Mary is a whore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that needs to I've be had what many people take. And I've had in so many different ways. Many, men many, before. Yeah. In many different ways. He's just one more. I'm like, I, okay, we get it. He's like, She's a prostitute. He's like, <laughs> we will know that Mary Magdalene has sucked Impure. and fucked. <laughs> Tim Rice said, I won't be giving her one ounce of grace. Correct. The way when I was like 14, my voice teacher was like, maybe you should learn this song. Like, that doesn't feel right. <laughs> also, I saw like a Twitter thread of somebody who was talking about how for their like Easter pageant or something when they were like eight, they got up and sang that for the congregation. Wow. And what? everyone was just like so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm listening to the words. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, at the, in that moment when it's an eight-year-old singing, you're actually listening to the lyrics. It's not about the vibe. It's not a good vibe. No. It's not a good vibe. An eight-year-old should never sing, and I've had so many men no. before in many different Absolutely ways. Absolutely not. not. We shouldn't be hearing yes. that. It's not right. The two Jesus songs, an eight-year-old should never sing, is <laughs> I Don't Know How to Love Him and um, Turn Back, Old Man. <laughs> and that's just true. And that's, and that's just, just true. true. That's just child protection. Yeah. <laughs> um Woof. Yeah, there's not much Mary. Uh although I do like um what's I, I mentioned it earlier, but the can we can could we start again, please? Oh I think, yeah. pre- I think that's a pretty duet. It is a very pretty duet. Um, Definitely. I really enjoy that. It's so funny to like give Peter truly nooch for this entire musical. Oh, and nothing. then you're like, well, we gotta include the part where he denies, he denies Jesus, Jesus. And then we gotta give him a full fucking song to think about that. Right. <laughs> Like, Peter has been absolutely useless, unimportant to the story up to this point. 100%. He doesn't matter. Okay, he gets his own fucking, like, duet. Right. What? I know. Well, they had they gave something to Simon, so that I'm like, I guess they have to give something to Peter. I guess. Mm-hmm. Well. I don't know. Okay, um, can I tell you that as a child... This this movie scared me so much, specifically the le- the leper scene. Like, really, oh. the leper scene. Fucking, it's still scary to me. It's less scary now because I like can see them for the art kids they are, just right. writhing around on rocks. And I'm course. like, okay, but this is modern. <laughs> this is a modern dance. Class. Yeah, like yeah, you were basically <laughs> two seconds away from getting a sack that you were just gonna like roll around right. in. It's, it's giving <laughs> as a thirty Martha year old. Graham. I see that now, but it, yeah, it's as a Martha child, Graham. I was like, it's giving this Twilight art. Is exactly. <laughs> As a child, I was like, this is terrifying. Like, they're swarming, and there's too many people to help. And it's, yeah. like, you don't, there's not enough of you to go around. I can't solve the world's problems. But that goes back to the whole fame thing, because it's exactly. like, once you're famous, everybody wants a little piece. It's everyone mm-hmm. in your replies going, hey, can you yeah. give money to this GoFundMe? Hey, can you uh, retweet for this cause? Hey, can you? Yeah. It's, vul- it's very Can you bad. help my son get into art school? Like, yeah. that kind of thing. Exactly. It's very much and goes the- back to the treatise on fame. When I was looking something up earlier, oh, I'm yawning. I was looking up, I was looking up something um, and Google, like, it was like other suggested questions based on this. I was looking mm-hmm. up something for Jesus Christ Superstar and the first one was like, is Jesus Christ Superstar blasphemous? <laughs> A real concern for people. It, I, mean, yeah, absolutely. I need to know before I show this film to my kids. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you could show them this, or you could show them the Passion of of the Christ by <laughs> famous famed anti semite Mel Gibson. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with JC Superstar. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. Ooh. Um. When mm-hmm. so in the production that I saw at the very end when Jesus comes out before kind of the big finale, he's was like so visibly gory and bloody and like as they were doing all of the lashings Uh it was people in the ensemble picking up handfuls of glitter and whipping them at him and so he was like covered in like blood and everything but then like all this glitter is sticking to him it was incredible actually i love that oh dressing Um, up your your destruction incredible mm -hmm. and then so the stage was this giant kind of like scaffolding but then also on the floor was this like raked this show loves a scaffolding (laughs) oh yeah original this show progenitor of scaffolding in theater built for scaffolding (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and it was like this giant raked cross uh Mm -hmm. coming down across the entire depth of the stage and then at the end they had like the cross that they put jesus on kind of like was like slid up onto the top and he was out there in the spotlight with all the glitter and the (gasps) blood and everything and the crown of thorns that judas put on him it was insane i love it yeah not exactly incredible (laughs) like that's theater that's theater theater. that is theater at its height and Catholics mm-hmm. understand that, which is why we insist on having Jesus on all the crosses. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're, you don't feel bad enough unless you see that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you are not gay unless you had your sexual awakening looking at Christ on the cross. And whom amongst us hasn't been horny for Jesus? And I did write that in my notes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank we, you. Everybody does it when you're like 13 and bored as fucking mess. Of mass. course. He's a little gay. He, there's something for everybody. Like It's true. He's a little femme. Mm-hmm. He's little mask mm-hmm. he is he's also ripped so he's masculine <laughs> he's got the long hair yeah. like <laughs> he's very nice yeah. i liked him i was like oh he loves soft boy jesus he loves i love him <laughs> soft boy so, jesus. oh my god i can't believe they made jesus a youth pastor in your in the 50th oh they really did i'm like he That's was very much like a soft boy, acoustic guitar, oh kind of crunchy granola Jesus. No, good Lord. no hiking Jesus for me. Thank you, know who, <laughs> you know who would be a good Jesus? Um, hmm. The person we saw play um, Hermes in Hadestown. Yes, um, Heath, Heath Saunders' brother. Yeah, Heath Saunders' brother. <laughs> Heath Saunders, who was famously in the John Legend live you're the, right the jesus christ superstar live production yes mm-hmm, as ensemble yeah I think had a couple of speaking lines maybe or like a couple like uh crowd lines. i completely forgot about that but yeah mm-hmm. i think 100 yeah, like, yeah they would be beautiful for yeah, it i agree could not agree more just very i'd love to see them both honestly honestly both the saunders brothers this podcast is calling for both saunders both brothers, saunders brothers to, to play to, judas and jesus judas and jesus we will not rest yeah. until we get <laughs> it this. could be like they could do like uh oh. what was that one production i can't remember what show it was but um it was like two famous actors and they were it was like uh they would switch roles every night oh 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 it was the dollhouse right was it or not the dollhouse but um um it was two women right wasn't it um was it i'm thinking face? of two men oh okay are you thinking what of had you a gobbler thinking? No, it was just on. What are you thinking of? I can't remember. Two actors. I genuinely can't 
we're just going to Vegas Googling we've ever done. <laughs> well, that's what we excel at. We excel. Well, who's the one with... Um, <laughs> who's the gay one? Who's the gay one? Uh, okay. He wears scarves. <laughs> you know what? This was absolutely the worst choice I could have made to no, Google it's, this. It's so totally I'm just going to have to bail on that. But I'm, th- that's Cutter. what I'm saying is like you could totally run a production of Jesus Christ Superstar where you're two, you're Ju- Judas and Jesus yeah. switch mm-hmm. off. 100%. That'd be very I actually would love to see brothers do J- Judas and Jesus. I think that would be an interesting, like, let's take the gay out of it and do like mm-hmm. family ties dissolve. I was just going to say, um, you want to get into some insults? No, I don't. I think it would play, I think you would play it very, very, very differently, but I think yeah. it could still work. It's just a different type of love, right? Yeah. Definitely. Like, super, an, a really interesting perspective right. of, of breaking down the, mm-hmm. the bond. And I think it's a, you can do that kind of thing with the show. Like, We've never seen it interpreted in a different way. No. But, like, we were sort of talking about this before we got on mic, um, of how the show is about Jesus Christ, but it kind of is, like, vaguely religious. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah, necessarily, 100%. like, no. this is gospel. No. Like This is about what if you were in it when it was happening. Right. Well, like, mm-hmm. like I read in the um, synopsis, it's very much about, like, the psychology mm-hmm. of these two characters, like yeah. what was going on in their mind, one hundred percent, like when this was going down. I think one of my favorite songs, which I've said about literally every single song I've talked about right. on this podcast, <laughs> you have, <laughs> is um, "Blood Money," uh, mm. "Damned for All Time," "Damned for All Time." It's such like I mean, again, it is text. There's there's simply nothing subtle about this musical. No, not at all. But mm-hmm. like his wrestling with Mm -hmm. his faith with what they're doing with what the like purpose of his life is supposed to be yeah and like wrestling with what he believes is the morally correct thing right and not understanding that he's setting off a chain of like i do think it's really crazy we get into the last supper when Jesus is like, you would betray me with a kiss. Like, how could you? But then Judas comes back and is like, you knew right. that when I did that, you would die. Like, you knew this, you whole, knew this time whole time that you were going to die because of what I did. And you didn't tell me, like, fuck you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you have cur- you have damned me because. Yeah. I- and I didn't know. And you could have saved me and you didn't do it. Yeah. Like. The way that he's like, <sighs> I was just your tool. Yeah. The entire time. And you know what? Go off, Judas. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> He is correct. <laughs> I love I love Blood Money Dan for all time. I think it's so good. Carl Anderson in the film is just like so good. You have to be hollering that. The like, way that he ugh. rationalizes it too by saying Jesus would want me to be here because he would want me to be mm-hmm. do- to be doing the morally correct thing and yeah. this is the morally correct thing. He's like he would mm-hmm. want he's lost the plot. Yeah. Somebody, so needs, somebody to needs to 5150 him <laughs> and get him back on track. But did, did not realize as many people don't that if you call the police the police will kill the person in mental distress. Yeah, so, and that's the lesson we're learning from Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> Stop calling the cops. <laughs> this movie said a cap. Literally. Um, oh boy, I'm for sure going to hell for this. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm putting an explicit warning on this for like. I'm pretty sure. Do not we listen if you're one. religious. <laughs> yeah. Extremely um, blasphemous. I also love that they make Judas a main character by 
showing his death scene as well. Yeah. And mm. like the parallel between Judas's death and, and Jesus's yeah. death. Super, super interesting. Mm -hmm. Plus it gives you the ability to have Judas put on an Elvis suit and fucking absolutely go off the on Jesus Christ Superstar. disco number that is JSC. It's. Mm. It's the go 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 Joseph of the show. <laughs> and Finally, somebody so said it. True, and that is so <laughs> true. Finally, somebody it's said the it. The theme. It's the. It is. Everybody's rooting for you, baby. Yes. Go mm -hmm. off. Ugh, you'd have managed better if you had it planned. Uh, the, and the I whole thing think... is like, are you who they say you are? Yeah. Are is who this are? you? Yeah. You're this. You You're want the to be the star. You want to be the savior. Okay. Here we go. This is it, baby. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. And it it's it goes back to the whole like Hades town of it all where it's like they're telling you it's going to be sad, but they're telling you it in the most bopping fucking music you've ever heard in your life. Yeah, 100 mm -hmm. percent. Yeah. Um, and he does like call back to lyrics that he sings earlier. Yeah. Right. Like he sings you'd have managed better if you'd had it planned. Right. But then he's singing it up tempo, bouncy, whatever. Like there's a he sings it earlier in the musical where he's like really thinking right. to himself and he's like looking at Jesus falling apart, calling him a sellout, mm -hmm. not understanding what's going on, and then sings it back to him in this like weird like purgatory yeah. <laughs> disco situation. <laughs> I just where he actually gets to say it to you like, yeah, you should have just said all this part before we got to this point where everybody's dead now. Right. Like if only you had just had the <laughs> balls to dead. say this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Real sitcom solve, right? It's like so if true. you just say what you mean, we wouldn't have an episode. <laughs> If your problem should not be solved by two characters having a conversation. <laughs> and yet here we are. Right. Um, I also really just need you all to know that I was in a sorority in college and we found like Miss Sisters and I stumbled upon a collection of like Fine You related songs. Mm. And there was a song with lyrics called Fine You's Are Superstars to the tune of Jesus oh. Christ Superstar. <laughs> and I requested friend of the pod, Catherine Jankowski, because she has an incredible memory for these things, to sing it to me. And she had, she did leave me a voice memo. I'm going to attempt to play it now. On, Holy fuck. On, oh on my God. <laughs> Superstars, we are the best of them all by far. Did you tell Jank that we were going to be playing her singing no, on the show? I didn't. <laughs> and I'm never going to. She listens to the show. I know it's going to be a fun treat for her. She, we're going to get so many. It. She, she crushed, crushed it. it. Um, so, yeah, I just needed you all to know that psychotic fact about my sorority. That is the most outstanding thing I've ever heard in my life. That is oh my fucking god! Fucking amazing. Oh, there's definitely wow. more words, but incredible. Wow, that gets the point across. Yeah, yeah. you get it. You get really it really well. Yeah. Holy fuck! Now Cultural just... icon. <laughs> find me sorority. We find me it. sorority. Um, actually, fraternity. Find me fraternity. Wow, <laughs> we're okay. old. We're old. We're technically a fraternity. Wow. Yeah. Um. Okay. Anything we missed? Any fun songs that oh everyone God. loves? Oh, like the entire thing. Yeah, um, same. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel we've gotten into it. When I was um, in high school, I had one boyfriend one time. Um, <laughs> and I was kind of in my 
very anti-religious phase mm-hmm. um and he was like somewhat kind of religious and i would oh, I be in his car now. and i had the ox i would play heaven on their minds and be like are you listening do you hear what he's saying <laughs> like heaven on their minds <laughs> i was like it's pretty maybe what do you think about that like maybe never saying about that, that? Never saying any of this, but just kind of sitting there with the posture of like, yeah. are you hearing the, what the song I'm playing is? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Head cocked a little, like mm? mm-hmm. eyebrows raised. Mm-hmm. You hearing this? Oh my god, <laughs> that's iconic. Um, we love subtlety. Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. So funny. Oh my god. I can't believe you did that. Heaven on their minds. Oh rules. yeah. Great song. It's amazing. I love. Um, do you think that this show predicted the vibe shift? Because yeah. this crowd took a 180 mm-hmm. so quick. Yeah. They milkshake ducked mm-hmm. them hard. So hard. I, I really do think, like, especially in the era of that we are currently living through, oh, yeah. this show hits in a way that, like, I don't think even Andrew Lloyd Webber could have predicted. Oh, no, no, no. But, like, the stan culture, the, like, yeah. deification, and then immediately, like, tearing down. Tearing someone down, right. To the point of, like, it's not even hinged tearing, like, like reasonable tearing down, right? right? It's, oh, this guy that we were all screaming about a week ago because we loved him so much, he's got to die. Yeah. we got to put him We've to gotta death. we got to murder That's him. the only solve for this. Right. There is no redemption. Correct. Like, you must be eliminated from the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, oh I think it's so, I think it's so wild in the culture today. And that's not like cancel culture or woke no, mob or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is just literally like we, something has happened in the brains of the people, the yeah. populace where you put someone up on the highest fucking possible pedestal. Right. And then don't just kick it out from under them, but kick them while they're down right, too until right. they're bleeding. Mm-hmm. Like, just such a wild you could never have predicted that i feel like no, i mean no, no, and maybe no. maybe what we should learn is that this has always been the way but i don't think so because i think it's very specifically a jesus thing right that's the story of the passion right. no the, yeah it that totally is, is what like, the story the is. mob completely turns on him mm-hmm, but it is wild that we're just like reproducing that yeah truly every day yeah. truly every day <laughs> It's it's truly crazy. So and not wild. and I like like you said, it's not like cancel culture or anything like that. No. Um because number one, <laughs> cancel culture doesn't exist. It's not real. It's not real. Yeah. But like But it is very like um the extension of your fave is problematic being like yeah. being problematic is irredeemable. Yes. Like you we've mm-hmm. found one flaw or we just don't like you anymore. Right. And now you have to pay for that. Mm-hmm. You have to pay for the time and adoration we invested in you because you Right. We're never going to get that time back. Exactly. And so you have to pay, you have to pay me reparations for that. (laughs) With your uh, life. Yeah, exactly. It's It's so wild. wild. It is wild. So crazy. I'm so, I'm now literally going to look up where this tour is going and I am going to find it and I am going to see it. Oh my God. If it comes to, oh wait, Beck is looking at their poster. Um, I love that. I love that. Okay. I know, Meryl, you can't see this, yeah. but the Jesus Christ Superstar poster was literally right in front of a Hozier picture. <laughs> Take me to church. <laughs> Take me to church. Yeah. <laughs> Another um, religious okay. icon. Unfortunately, there are no dates on this, so I can't tell oh, you too no. much. But That's okay. Yeah. I will find it. I have oh, the internet. Is it coming anywhere on the East Coast? Do you see Yeah, it? I've got cities 
like all over the place and none of them seem to be in order Oh, okay. so I don't know. Okay, we'll figure it out. We'll find it. We'll Apologies. Find it. I do. Anyway, I just need I'll get to see this show all the time. Show. <laughs> you know what? I will. I will. I will get on the path train for this show, and we'll do it. Um, any final thoughts before we wrap up? Um, my, I had such a like laugh, such a chuckle at um the end of the movie mm-hmm. when they're all getting on the bus. So sad. It's well, it's not even that. I was just like. <laughs> This is hilarious that, like, they just had a very, like, sad, devastating ending. And then we watch them get on the bus and they're all like, didn't we do a great job putting out our little show in the desert? It was so much fun. And I'm like, I'm just like, I loved that juxtaposition. It was so funny because it, like, really does, like, snap you back into it of, like, the framing of this movie Mm -hmm. of they're just putting on a little They're just putting on their little show. Yeah. They're just doing a little show for themselves in the Denny's. Yeah. It is really and truly showing from start to finish what it's like to be part of a cast. Here we go. Yes. Places. Thank you, five. Mm -hmm. Now we do the show and we are giving it 10. We are a 10 out of 10. We are giving 100%. We are living. This is our life. This is we are these real characters. Okay. The show is over. Time to get on the bus. Let's make out. Yeah. And that is crucial in the process. That is the crucial part of being in a show. It's making out with everyone. Connor did ask um, how many children were spawned of this this production. And I replied, I do believe that the entire cast of Annie was spawned from this show. The production of this show. 1,000%. Correct. These children were hard knock lifing. Oh, a thousand percent. Merely years later. Yeah. Um, you know, that. And wait, it was the um, 70s, okay. they were all fucking <laughs> <laughs> unrelated. But um, recently, we were talking. I think it was on the way to Jesus Christ Superstar. We were talking about like uh, the shows that are coming to Chicago next year. One of them is Annie, and we were like, Love. "What would be like the new take on Annie?" And we're like, "Annie is now being played by a non-binary child," and the tagline <laughs> is like, "It's a hard knock life for them," <laughs> or Annie airport, at the airport, airport Annie, <laughs> which is my bitch. <laughs> Airport Annie. I think it's it's perfect. Difficult to do on stage, but I believe it's in them. Honestly perfect. <laughs> Just a child wiping the windows of a plane is ins- I need to see it. Yeah. I need I know, to I see love that. children <laughs> directing, directing air, traffic. air traffic. I need to see them driving the little luggage yes, tractors. Loading loading the um bags on the plane. It's very life. Throwing and, they can't even, and, and then they have Molly and she can't even lift up the bag. <laughs> She's too little. She has to take all the overweight luggage. (laughs) She can't do it. She's so small. She's a little. I love it. Oh, incredible. Okay. Um, Subscribe to our Patreon so we can produce Airport Annie. (laughs) We're fun. We're we're fundraising for Airport Annie. Um, Okay. Let's get to Man and Chair. Back. Back. Man and Chair this for us. Oh, boy. I love this show and it's kind of one of those that like I was exposed to it like early but not as early as like some other stuff it was kind of like in the mix of things when I was like really becoming a theater kid in my unhinged 13 year old life and so it's one of those that's always been around for me and so sometimes I forget how much I love it Mm -hmm. and then I get Mm -hmm. exposed to it when I like when I saw it two weeks ago and it just jolts everything out of me like it hits so much about my life this like cultural catholic like amalgamation of feelings Mm -hmm. and ritual and like theater Mm -hmm. um and it just synthesizes it into this thing that is like it it, like explodes my system Mm -hmm. um 
the music, the vocals, the story, everything about it is so larger than life. And as a Catholic theater kid, like what else could you literally want in this? So yeah, it's, it's really probably like a top 10 for me for sure. Mm, Hell yeah. Bless. That's awesome. Connor, may I Um, share this for us? Yeah, I really, similar to Beck, like, um, because I feel like we were kind of probably exposed to it around the same time. We mm-hmm. this was our era of falling in love with Rent and Phantom and 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 I also f- often forget that like oh this is a good show that's very like pleasing to watch mm-hmm. and I don't know if I love it as much as y'all. That's fair. <laughs> I wouldn't say this is like a top five or top ten for me. That's fair. Um, but. I do still think that it is a very good work of art. I think it is Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber's like strongest mm-hmm. after Phantom, mm-hmm. probably. Or like I would say Phantom and this are his yeah. strongest. Definitely. And yeah, I love the movie. I think I'm I'm probably gonna buy it. The movie is just excellent. Um, like an excellent piece of film. Mm-hmm. An insane piece of film. Put it in the Criterion collection yeah. when. But yeah, no, I do love this show and um I, it's just great. Like you said, it's culturally Catholic and <laughs> it is it's everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Meryl, how about you? Mm. Meryl and Cher. I said it once, I've said it a thousand times. I fucking love this show. <laughs> I love this show. I love this movie. <sighs> I just think that it. It's 100% the reason that I enjoy musical theater at all, yeah. for sure. Like, this and Joseph extremely got me into, and Phantom, probably. Again, we were a Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber household. Of course. For um, sure. Yeah, culturally Catholic, high camp. It's just, for me, I had a real, like, reckoning with my faith because of this movie. And I think that that a very few pieces of art move me in ways like that. Wow. I cry every time I watch this movie. Yeah. I love it. I And I cry every time I see the show. I cry when I sing the music. Like, I love it. I know all of the words to it. It's, listen, <laughs> if we played the Summaries, I would oh, be a I star. I totally believe it. <laughs> it would be bad, but I would yeah. be living my best I'm life. I'm actually genuinely shocked. Well, then again, Maurice doesn't necessarily play a lot of Angela Lloyd Webber. Not a lot of Angela like, Lloyd Webber. Very, no, very, very little. little. Very um, little. I think the first time I ever heard it was when one of the waiters was singing um, UNCOUPLED mm. from... Um, Starlight. Okay. I think that was like the first time I ever yeah. heard it. Yeah. In years. Which is wild. And so, but it is very shocking that they don't play anything from like Phantom thing. or this. Like, come on. Yeah, I do agree that I think this and Phantom are his best work. Yeah, um, I think this is the most clear. We've joked about it, but it's not really a joke in this movie. This is, a, or on this show, that this is a treatise on fame. Oh, yeah, and a thousand like, percent. It's, mm-hmm. I think it's one of the most direct and clear encapsulations of uh, an ideology and like a point of view that is so well done and runs throughout Mm -hmm. like you just don't get that very much anymore I don't think like you don't have such a such a firm point of view right Um, and I don't think that happens a lot in the rest of his shows. No, I don't think so either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely not. He, he had something to say. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> he sure. was like, I'm going to say my piece on this. And yeah. what's wild is this is one of the first, this is his first show? Is it? One of. It's close. I think Joseph, Joseph might have been his this? first. I think there was one before Joseph and then it was Joseph and then this. Yeah. It's wow. like, it's early, early, early. Yeah. And I think to be so, 
especially comparing to the show that we are going to discuss after this. Sure. Like to see someone's early, one of their earliest works Mm -hmm. and have it be this fully like conceptualized and Mm -hmm. this like firm and solid, I think is really incredible and speaks to the reason he is, was then given money to do cats. Yeah. Yeah. Especially that. Truly like this is, they were like, okay, I see what you're doing. Like I see the potential. Yeah. And I, couldn't recommend it more. Um, if you've never seen it, I really do recommend watching the 73 film. As Beck and Connor can attest, I was like, guys, guys please, I it, beg of you. I'm really yeah. going to need you all to watch this. I did like, have a good time. I really it's did. It's so fun. And Beck, I do hope that you um, revisit it sometime when you're yeah. in a safe space. <laughs> I, I will be. Oh, I will be. <laughs> and if you don't want to watch the full movie, watch at least the Herod at scene. At least the Herod oh, scene. You know I've already watched it. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. Uh, like, yeah. At yeah. least oh, yeah. the Herod scene. And I think I was watching like multiple Herod scenes just because that is that is one of my favorite numbers in the movie and I was like I want to see the differences from production to production and it's always so fun it's always a wild Mm -hmm. campy like fever Mm -hmm. dream well because it's like it comes in the point of the show where like everything has been so serious because we're talking about like the trials and Mm -hmm. he's been betrayed so it's like we need a little bit of levity levity and and it delivers it delivers it's so good oh okay love the show um Beck do you have anything to plug um uh, n- not directly. Um, I'm kind of in a, in the late stages of doing a workshop musical about Hildegard of Bingen. Mm-hmm. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. We're having our like next read through on Tuesday, but it's just like a us thing. But, um, I don't know if you want to know more about this cool musical, they're on Instagram, Saint underscore Hildegard. Um, I think it's great. It's it's honestly very Jesus Christ Superstar. It's very that plus Obsessed. like Spring Awakening plus hot into it. Oh, it's great. It's great. Um, and then I don't know. Follow my drag Instagram. It's mx underscore Olydian. I'm doing stuff there. Yeah, um, we'll link it in the show notes. Hell yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's that's about it. That's going on with me. Con, anything to plug? As usual, you can find me across all platforms at CRELA12 on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. You can find my funny writing at The Onion or funny videos there. Meryl, how about you? Nothing for me, but you can find this podcast across all platforms at Bits Over B-Way. You can email us, bitsoverbway at gmail.com. We are, we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash bitsoverbway. We do not have any paywild content, so you can just listen to anything you want over there. <laughs> um, one day it is our deep hope that we care enough to produce paywalled content. Um, we have ideas. <laughs> and we have so, we have so many, many ideas. ideas. We have so many merch ideas. One day we will be <laughs> a functioning podcast. We will actually get stuff done. One day. Um, uh, we are wherever you can find podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google, Apple Play, uh, or Apple Podcasts. If we are not there, let us know when we will get there. You can, oh, please do rate and review us, like please. and subscribe, tell your friends. And that is all I have. Bye. Bye. I've seen that at Pride, actually. I've seen that whole fit at Pride. A thousand percent. <laughs> yeah. I what was wearing I... it this year. <laughs> Girly. Okay, if you did wear that hat, though. Oh, yes.